0: Hey friends, before we start this week's episode, I wanted to give you a little reminder. Wedding MBA is coming up. I mean, it's already the end of September. So friend, if you are thinking about attending Wedding MBA this year, I say go for it and get your ticket. And once you do, consider joining me and Amber Anderson for the two events we have for you now in addition to us both being on the stages and speaking we've got a monday night mixer it's our fifth annual monday night mixer in magiano's little italy if you're coming to this conference on your own friend no you're not come join us on monday night meet a new friend mix and mingle with the speakers and get yourself set up right for the week now we also want to invite you to our Thursday event. It's our second annual Conference Confident. If you're like, what's Conference Confident? Well, first, we did a whole episode on it. Link in the show notes. But second, if you've ever been to a conference and you've left and you've gone right back to work and nothing's changed in your business, then friend, you might need Conference Confident because what we do with Conference Confident is that we support you before Wedding MBA, during Wedding MBA, And then we have that Thursday Implementation Day where we take all the notes and all the things you've learned and we help you implement them into your business. Friend, you cannot go to another conference, take mediocre notes, and come back unchanged. That's not what we want for you. Go to reneedallo.com forward slash Vegas for more information on our Monday Night Mixer and our Thursday Conference Confidence. Now on with the show. You're listening to episode 153, Talk with Renee Dallow. Talk about burnout with Krista Marie Lynch. Krista Marie is a photographer, business coach, and host of the She Calls Her Shots podcast. She helps creatives ditch the overwhelm and create thriving businesses by focusing on the tactical strategies, habits, and mindset that is crucial to seeing long-term growth. Krista loves to educate and mentor fellow photographers and creatives and help them turn their wildest business dreams into their reality via social media, her blog, and her podcast. Now, friend, if you're listening and thinking, is Renee doing another episode on burnout? Uh, The answer is yes, because guess what? We are all feeling the effects of burnout. So go grab your coffee, grab your tea, or maybe something stronger, you do you, and join Krista and me while we talk it out. Welcome to Talk with Renee Dallow, biz chat for wedding pros and creatives. Tune in every week for no BS real talk from industry experts that want to help you thrive in your business and your life. Here's your host, event planner, educator, and sushi addict, Renee Dallow. Grab a glass and get ready to talk it out. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Talk with Renee Dallow. It is me, your host, Renee Dallow, and I am joined this week by the lovely and talented Krista Marie Lynch. Krista, how are you? I am doing great, Renee. Thanks for having me on. Are you doing great? I love when people answer me that way and it seems I actually, it seems actually am. genuine. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I actually am doing great. Like today is one of those days. If you would have asked me this 2 days ago, it probably would not have been the same answer, but today I'm sure. today I'm feeling good.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, you're here today to talk to us about burnout, which as a wedding pro and as my listeners are primarily wedding pros and creatives, I think we're all feeling that, especially this year in the year of the wedding boom and everyone's just doing the fucking most, right? Like what in the hell?
1: (laughs) Well, you know, what's funny too, is that I think that, I think that Wedding creatives are feeling in both ways. If you're overly burnt out because you've just had weddings every single weekend, you're like, oh my God, when is this gonna stop? Or some people are like, Why am I not booking weddings? I feel like I'm spinning my wheels all the time and then they're yep. burned out because they're like on the other end of it. So I feel like no matter where you are in the spectrum, like you're likely feeling some form of burnout. Yeah.
0: You're either overworked or underworked, and either way, you're like emotionally traumatized, right? Exactly. A hundred percent. Welcome to twenty twenty two, everybody. <laughs> yes. Join join right in. Everything's fine. Um, (laughs) how did burnout become an important topic for you? Uh, You know,
1: they always say you become like experts of the things that you experience the most. And so I'm (laughs) like, you know, I kind of laugh and chuckle a little bit when I say like I have been through many stages of burnout, you know, after 12 years of building a business while also working full time for like 10 years of it oh, wow. and then also transitioning into a different kind of space, you know, from like photography to coaching, like mm-hmm. the amount of things I feel like I've just been through, I've just experienced it so many times. And so, um, yeah, I feel like it's just you learn, you go through it, you learn. And then, you know, it's it's also something that I found that I talk about a lot with people, which makes me believe well, A, everybody feels it quite often. And B, yeah. it, I don't think it is really talked about a lot. Like, I think it's talked about enough. People know that maybe they're not the only ones going through it, but I think that there's room for us to talk about it even more.
0: Yeah, I agree. So, how do you know if you're in burnout? Like, what is burnout even? Yeah. So really I feel like burnout can kind of
1: come and there's like two different types. So one from overworking yourself. I think we're all very familiar with this. Like you've just burning the candle at both ends. You're super tired. You're like, I can't do this anymore. And then there's the different type of burnout that comes from when like maybe you're not working on something that like aligned with your goals or aligned with what you want to be doing, but you keep doing it because it's the thing that you've done forever and you don't really know how to do anything different. Um, so I feel like there's two different kinds, but no matter what where you're kind of tackling it from I feel like there are kind of a few things if you're like raising your hand you're like I'm in the middle of burnout I need to change something I need to get back you know into my goals uh the first thing I that I always lead with which is kind of hard to hear but I think is so important is that it's really important to take a step back and really reanalyze your goals like, my timeline that I made for myself, the things that I had, the, the pressure that I put on myself to get XYZ project task done, like, do these actually need to get done? And, like, can I give myself space to, like, re-kind of
0: work? My goals i think this is so important yes i think too sometimes we get like trapped in this thing about only addressing our goals like in january or like you know yeah we get into this like like seasonally yes and it's like honestly if something's not working you have to take i love that first step because you have to take a good look and think like what are the goals here and you know what else something that i love talking about which maybe pertains but go with me for a sec Mm -hmm. is that in my coaching program right now we're doing a lot of work around um Moore's big uh, Moore's book plain big And in it, she talks about this idea of, like, doing this before that, right? So it's like, well, I you know, I want to book more higher weddings, but before that, I need to completely redo my website, right? And it's like, Mm -hmm. all these things we put in our own way, and when I hear you say, take a look at the goals, I also want to say yes, and also look at those goals and ask yourself, to what end are these goals, right? Like is one of your goals like redoing your workflow for the 19th time because you think that's mm-hmm. going to make your day feel better like it likely won't friends like think yeah. about the underlying thing too okay continue tell me more. no
1: i i love that i'm actually going to piggyback off, off of that for just one second because i think it is so important to remember that like these goals that you have can sometimes they they sound really good, they look really nice, they feel really shiny and fun, but like, are they covering up the bigger work that you actually don't want to be doing? And that's exactly what I think to your point is like, oh, I need to make a new website, I need to do this, I need to show up here, I need to do this. Do you actually need to do that or do you just need to like own the fact that you are a business owner and this is your business and you just need Mm -hmm. to talk about it with more people and like, you know, get more people in your circle? Like sometimes I feel like we fill our goals with all these things that don't actually provide any sort of like return. It's really us just like wanting to. To put in the busy work so that we don't have to do the harder stuff of actually just being like, oh, I'm a business owner. I'm going to go out and like network, connect with people, like right. create opportunities for myself. Like, you know, it's the, the, those can be a little bit harder to do and a little bit easier to hide behind. Totally agree. But yeah, I think that's first and foremost, number one, if you're feeling burnt out, I think it's so important to reanalyze that. I think it's also really important, like find your triggers, right? And I think for a lot of us, this can be social media. Sometimes there's like groups of business owners. Sometimes it's friends. Sometimes it's like people that we have, but it's get getting really aware of like, how do I feel when I'm in certain places or around certain people and really getting aware of, you know, the energy that it provides or maybe the energy that it takes from you in certain situations so that way you can kind of better balance and make sure that you're you put yourself in places that actually feel like they're filling you up.
0: Absolutely. And I I feel like as I as I get older, right? I I have a more innate sense of like who who is filling my cup and who is depleting me yeah. and And I think we have to be really honest with ourselves. Like there are people in our lives that we might love to pieces, but when we spend a couple of hours with them, afterwards we're like, ooh, okay. Totally. And that's okay. But just know that like if you're spending all of your time with people that deplete and you're feeling burnt out, like that's also a clue. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That it's maybe not 100% just the one thing that you're feeling burnt out about. It's like the energy by which you are surrounding yourself.
1: Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be negative. Like I think some people no. hear that and they're like, oh, like, I, you know, there's certain people and I'm like, but even if like, let's say, because I am a pretty, I'm pretty introverted, like that tends to be me as a person. And so I just even have to balance myself, like as much as I love my friends, I even have to balance that time because sometimes I feel like I'm having to put so much out and put so much on that. I just get to that point where i'm like ooh, it's not a trigger in a bad sense it's not like i don't want to be here or they're you know g- giving me this negative energy but it takes away the energy that i could have also then had to do something for myself in my business yes. so it's like just finding getting more aware of like where you are and how you can show up in like certain places agreed yeah and then also i think like Number like the the number one thing which I kind of already talked about, but like release that pressure and relieve yourself of your timelines because the reason that we kind of live in these cir- these like circles of burnout is because we literally feel burnt out. We like give ourselves a break and then we create all of the same goals with all of the same timelines, and then we're all we're just like right back in the weeds doing the exact same thing over and over again. Yeah. Um, what is that quote like? <laughs> insanity is doing the same thing over and yes. over and
0: expecting different results. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. Like it's, you know, you can't, you can't put your, and we all know that. I think like we know that, but it's so, this is the work that sometimes the hardest to do, which I feel like anytime I talk about burnout, like one of the core things behind burnout is like really getting honest with yourself around how am I like, how how do I think of myself as a person, as a business owner? Like, what are the words that I'm saying to myself? Like, how am I treating myself as a business owner? It really does come back to that. And this is kind of the same idea of, you know, if you are just going back to that same, like, that same person, like that same boss who gives you no breaks and like has to work all the time, right? Like that's us as business owners. We go into this business wanting to have a life of freedom and then we end up overworking ourselves. We end up being super, you know, pressure on ourselves. We have to get things done like ASAP. It needs to be ready tomorrow and just all of this. And it's like really getting comfortable relieving that pressure and understanding that, you know what, I actually don't need to be feeling super productive all the time in order to be like growing a business that can thrive because i think uh, sometimes we get lost and we forget we're like in this for the long run. Like it's right, great if you right. want to have your like goals, you know, done in the next couple
0: of months, but like you're going to be in this for a while. So Right. Well, and also isn't it interesting that like during the pandemic, one of the things i loved the most was like there was no urgency really. I mean, because i'm in no. Los Angeles, right? So we come we really didn't do anything for like yeah. a solid 18 months. And at first, like my body could not process it at all. I was so anxious all the time because i was like i'm forgetting to do something and then i was like No, Mm -hmm. there's just nothing to do. I should go bake some bread, and it it ended up feeling, despite the fact that everything was so uncertain, there was a kind of joy in that. And I was, I was hoping, and I know it's naive to say that, but I was hoping that as we went back into more normalcy, that we would take some of that energy with Mm -hmm. us. And unfortunately, at least in LA, we have not. It has gone (laughs) right back to Banana's Town, and um, and I miss it. You know, like I very much try, and mostly I succeed, and like literally doing nothing on Sundays nothing mm-hmm. nothing for work nothing productive like maybe i'll cook maybe i'll hang out with my husband but like nothing i have no plans on sundays and i don't know i think we need to just have a little more of that energy and freedom in our lives and if i if i'm saying this and you're feeling all kinds of anxiety while you're listening to it you might be burnt out my friend yeah oh definitely
1: <laughs> and i think it is so important it's like having the courage to ask yourself who do i want to be And I think that's, I think a lot of us felt uncomfortable during the pandemic because we actually had to sit with ourselves for the first time in a long time. Like wedding photographers, we were all sitting on the couch like, oh, I guess I like have a life that I can, like, I guess I can have hobbies. I guess I can have things that I can do. And I think for a lot of us for a while, that felt really uncomfortable because we're so used to just being in the weeds of everything. And I think it is, yeah, it's like having that courage to come back and ask that question of okay, like who do I actually want to be and can I build my business around that? Because so often we build our lives around our businesses, right? Like, oh, uh, I have to show up on social media every day. I have to be creating reels. So I'm going to create my calendar and my life around my marketing and everything else. But what if we flipped that and we're like, wait, do I enjoy any of that? What if I just don't do that? (laughs) And then I find other ways of showing up. But you know, I think, I feel like this is, and I know you're listening to this, you're like, Krista, that sounds great, but like, I have a business I want to grow. Right. I feel you. I 100% feel you. But I think that it's having that courage to really sit with that question and and figure out what that looks like for you. Because I just think that we, we just run in circles doing what everybody else is doing. And we don't sit with ourselves often enough to ask, what do I actually want to do? And that's yeah. That's what I think can prevent burnout in the long run is getting really, really clear about like, what do I enjoy and what do I not like? And like, how do things make me feel? And how do I, you know, like get so honest with yourself that you know
0: yourself so well. I agree. I always that's my biggest tip for entrepreneurs anytime they're like what should I do? I'm like really know yourself. It's the mm-hmm. suckiest part of it, but it it's is the, it's, it's the hard. thing that's going to get the biggest results. Like you just have to really know what you're good at and what you're not and what you want to do and what you're going to say no to and stick to your nose, mm-hmm. right? Like so much of it is just saying no to the things that aren't like a hell yes, you know. Yeah. But my question for you is do you think that just in the line of work we're all in, do you think burnout is inevitable? Do you think anyone can like escape burnout?
1: <laughs> that would be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> right? <laughs> it's <was> just like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's 100% inevitable. And it comes in seasons, right? Like, And I think there will be times where you could, you could love what you're doing and still experience seasons of burnout. Like it doesn't have to be, oh, I'm feeling burnt out. Maybe I shouldn't do this anymore. There are times, especially as wedding photographers, you will have that fall where it's just like, all right, I I know that I have to power through. I know I'm probably going to be pretty tired, but I also know that I put some things in place, right? Like maybe I outsource my editing. Maybe I do that. Like I put some sort of boundaries in place, but I also know like this isn't the season where I'm going to like pick up a new hobby of like trying to learn a new language. (laughs) Like, you know, it's like, okay, (laughs) like I understand that this is where it is. So I think it's absolutely inevitable. We're always going to experience it. but, um, But I think that there are things that we can do to proactively kind of, at least ease some
0: of that if we're aware that it's coming. I agree. I also think like part of this is just deciding what's important to you to accomplish and what isn't. Mm -hmm. And I know I've mentioned this on so many other episodes of the show, but I think it just bears repeating so that when we normalize just getting help for things that you have no interest or time to do for yourself. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like the money I pay to my housekeepers is like the best money I ever spend because I they they clean the house and I'm working or I'm out with clients or I'm at the grocery, I'm doing whatever. But the fact that something's getting done uh, is not done by my hand is amazing.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah. And it, it, and it takes a while. You know, I only, so I've had the podcast, my podcast for two years, and I had an interview with someone who was talking about outsourcing. And after we recorded, we were talking and she's like, so I heard you mention while we were chatting that you edit your own episodes. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, why? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I, you know, it was just like something yeah. that I did. And then yeah. it wasn't until I had that conversation with her where I was like, oh, wow, actually, like I am my own blocker. I am the reason Mm -hmm. and why I haven't been able Mm -hmm. to grow as much. And then as soon as I started outsourcing, not only have I not been blocked as much, but I also just now experience so much more joy because I'm getting to do the things that I want to do. But it can be really hard. Like, it can be really hard to let go of those things. But yeah, get really honest of like, do I actually enjoy this? (laughs)
0: Like, Right, or or am I actually the best person for it? Like, I'm obsessed with our podcast editor, Monica. Hi, Monica. Um, Because (laughs) she can do this work so much more efficiently and elegantly than I ever Mm -hmm. could and so like yeah all credit to Monica this podcast would not get done if I didn't have a a small team of people running it like I have what kind of time do I have I have time to sit here and talk that's what I have time for and and that's okay like I had to just be be okay with being a person who needs help and that's Mm -hmm. okay yeah I currently I currently have someone in my office helping me clean it up I love that do you want to say hi can you hear Kelsey? Yes. Here. Hi, hi, Kelsey. Um, <laughs> Kelsey's unearthing receipts from like seven years ago and being like, "Why do you have this?" I'm like, "I don't. I don't know, Kelsey. Okay, just throw it." out. Um, but anyway, this is my point: is that like at this point in the year, I know that I am heading into the busiest part of the year. We have mm-hmm. so many weddings. We have wedding MBA, which is a whole thing, right? We have I speak multiple times. We have conference confident. We have a mixer. I'm relaunching my course. I'm full into coaching. Like it is the busiest. Am I ever going to clean my office? Uh, no, I'm not. So I got help. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how I deal with the burnout because I can see it coming now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's so important. It's so important to do that. Should we talk about – well, we guess we did talk a little bit about avoiding burnout by outsourcing, but anything else on that? Oh, yeah. Well, one thing I was going to
1: add to with outsourcing specifically because I know for a long time I felt really intimidated uh, by outsourcing for a few reasons. And number one, it can be really costly. You know, the people that I was coming across who were like – experts in doing whatever they did is who I thought I needed to hire for things. So whenever I was first looking at like social media managers or like podcast editors, for example, all of a sudden now it was like, oh man, I have to like find all of this money to be able to now grow my team. And I think that tends to hold a lot of people back. And one of the things I loved about, um, I had a conversation with her name, Sarah Monica, actually, and she's a photographer. And she was the one who kind of helped me to realize like you can also train somebody. Like you don't have to immediately like hire someone for your team and it's like, oh, I have this best person who's done yes. this for so long and is like this expert in their field of what they do. The wonderful uh her name is Michelle that edits my podcast and she had never done it before, but I could tell she's just she's so excited. She loves to learn and she's been amazing. And it like took the burden off of me and like she's growing, she's learning, she's building her skills, which is also really uplifting for me to be like, oh, I'm yes. helping someone like you know, grow their career, and and so I wanted to kind of include that as a like, just know that it doesn't have to look like everybody else's expert who does something, you know, like contractor wise. Yeah, I totally agree like, with that. Yeah, yeah, because I think that that can be a big blocker if you if you don't have that type of money
0: to spend. Just know that you don't have to. I agree, and as long as you're willing to put the time. And the effort into helping training. someone learn, yes, yes, then Absolutely. it's fine. You know what I mean? And that's the piece I think people get really impatient with. Like, well, I don't have time for that, and it's like, yeah, or or the oh, they're always common. Well, I can't tell them because I know it too well, and it's already in my head. It's like, oh, <laughs> friend, you're then you're going to get stuck at the same level forever and ever. And exactly.
1: Ever. And that's more of a that's more of an us thing, like a like a mm-hmm. I don't want to say a you thing, but that's less of like that's less of a person that you're hiring, and more of a because I felt that when I was first outsourcing my social media, and I was like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't know if I can can train someone, all, all this stuff. What I realized was I actually didn't even have clarity around what my goals were. So how could I communicate right. that to someone else? But that was right. a big realization of like, oh, this is
0: me, <laughs> not right, like, right. not someone else. Especially when we're talking about social media, I think sometimes it's so hard to get clear on goals because so much of that is just keeping up with the people around you, right? Like, well, if they're doing mm-hmm. a reel, I have to do a reel. And it's like, okay, but do you even want to? Yeah, exactly. Although I actually think reels are kind of fun. Now I've, I've, I've come around, I've turned a corner on the reels.
1: <laughs> well, I think they became fun for me when I took the pressure off. And I think yeah, now that I have yeah. someone who who creates most of mine for me and now I can just every once in a while I'll be like, ooh, this sounds fun. And then and then I do it. Then it became fun again. But otherwise, I felt really burnt out from social media because I put all this pressure on myself of yeah. how, who I how I needed to show up and how often I needed to show up. Um, and I think we all get kind of caught in that cycle too.
0: I agree. So how do we – how do we avoid burnout in the future? Like how – I mean cuz I said even a few minutes ago I said I saw it coming so I I yeah. quickly was like oh, okay I need help how do we preemptively you know help this
1: Yeah so honestly so first things first the first thing I'm going to say is your your mindset's really important and I know I mentioned that earlier but truthfully and I don't just mean like Getting into the habit of every day, you know, you, you spend those five minutes writing down five affirmations because sometimes those habits become so automatic that they actually don't really do anything for you anymore. Uh, as much as I love affirmations, I find that sometimes I just do them without even really thinking about it. Um, so I'm, I'm really talking about the practices and like the things that you tell yourself on a day-to-day basis, the way that you think about your business. Like when you think about your business, does the first thing that come to mind like, oh, I'll never, I'll never reach that. Or like, oh, I'll never be able to do that. Because if those are the things that you're telling yourself, like you're always going to feel like you're spinning your your wheels and not getting anywhere. So like mindset in the sense of like getting really, really intentional about like what are the thoughts that I'm having and how do I think about myself as a person and myself as a business owner and like are those thoughts serving me in a way that are actually helping me to grow? Yeah. Krista, do you journal? I I go back and forth. (laughs) Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. And you know, here I am talking about how important mindset is like, I'll be honest, sometimes it's a hard, it's a hard habit to get into because you really have to find like some seasons, I love journaling and I feel like I can like let everything out and just like, you know, write everything out. And then other seasons, I'm like, actually, I'd rather just like listen to meditations or audiobooks. or some seasons. I'm like, you know what? Affirmations are just what I need. So yeah. I think it's like it, it all kind of comes in seasons for me.
0: Yeah, I think it goes back to knowing yourself. But the thing I will want to just mention here, because everyone who listens knows I'm such a huge advocate for journaling, is that if you're really like, oh, I couldn't possibly journal and you're very resistant to it, that is the exact moment you need to pick up a pen and get your Mm -hmm. ass to journaling. Because if if you're telling yourself a bunch of fucking stories about how you can't journal and it's too hard and it's not for you and nope, and you're experiencing burnout, like friend, you have to write it out. There's no other way to get it out of your body, I don't think.
1: Yeah. Well, and that that thought process is exactly what we're trying to eliminate for the future. Like, you are 100% capable of journaling as a person. Like, the, But the fact that you're telling yourself this story that you can't, like, where else in your life are you also saying the same story?
0: Like, where right, else because, in your right. life are you
1: also saying, like, oh, I can't do this? It's like, yes, you can.
0: <laughs> right. If you can't pick up a pen and a piece of paper and write for five minutes, it's five minutes. Like, yeah. then, then we have bigger things to do. Yeah. I agree yeah. with you, though. It's like, what else are you telling yourself that's eliminating – limiting mindset that you're just like, oh, I couldn't possibly journal. It's like, it's just five minutes. It's just you and your thoughts. No right. one has to read it. You never even have to read it again. Right. Like it literally and just is a tool.
1: And that's the question is, uh, and the deeper question is like, are are you maybe in a season where you're so uncomfortable where you don't want to sit with yourself? Like, like you said, yes. that's the season that you really should. <laughs> like this is when you really need <laughs> it is if you feel so strongly about it. Like this is the time to sit down and get clarity on like, you know, are you avoiding it because you're not sure? Like, I don't yeah. even know who I am anymore. I don't know right. what my goals are. Like, this is the time then.
0: And to... you know, that can be scary, but also isn't it scarier to never answer that, answer oh, that question absolutely. for yourself? Yeah. Okay. So, can... so, so we're in burnout. We're like, oh shit, I'm burnt out. What do I do? I'm like, they're listening to us like journal, meditate, do your affirmations. And yeah. then how do we yeah. get back to that goal setting that feels more healthy and like boundary?
1: Yes. So I think the first thing you want to get clarity on, and this can be great to do from your journaling, is getting really clear on what are my boundaries and what are my priorities. Because I think this is another one of those things that sometimes we know what they are in our heads. Like if someone asked me offhand, like, what's important to you? You know, I'd be like, oh, my relationship, my dogs. But then when you look at my calendar, (laughs) like, oh, well, how often am I just like taking the dogs for a walk? Uh, Probably not as often as I should. Or like, Mm -hmm. oh, how often are we having date nights? Uh, Probably could have some more, you know? So it's like... You can have your values and priorities and things that you say, but like get really clear on what those are and like figure out how you can start adding things into your calendar to make sure they actually happen. Because burnout is so sneaky because you won't know it's coming. And I think for a lot of us as business owners, we love what we do. Like I know I can get lost. I could work all day sometimes, like weeks at a time and actually not feel burnt out because I love it so much. But the sneaky thing about burnout is like but then you've neglected everything else in your life and now you've like are feeling a lot of the guilt around that like you're, yep. you know, so it's like it, it sometimes happens really sneaky. So figuring out, okay, what are these things that are actually important to me that I say are important to me and how can I make sure that I honor
0: and put those on my calendar and stick to it. I love that. I also think like for me, a lot of times when I, when I can tell that I'm like, oh God, I'm heading to burnout. It's like when my, all of my personal habits start to like go down the toilet when it's like, oh, "Oh, I haven't worked out in a while. I haven't journaled in a while. I haven't taken my vitamins. I'm not drinking enough water. And that all probably sounds very minor, but but the sum total it of it is though. just like it ad- exactly. It adds yeah. up to I am not taking care of myself, yes, and therefore I am going to be useless to everyone else. But now I can see that. But like if you had asked me ten years ago, I would have been like, I don't know, everything feels crazy. Ha ha ha. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Keep <laughs> keep working until two in the morning, right? And like yeah. part of me believes still, and this is this is also some toxic thought right here, is that even when I look back, part of me still thinks like, well, that's what I had to do to build a business. Yep. But it isn't true. I could have no. I could have done exactly the same thing and gone to bed at a decent hour.
1: <laughs> yes. And that's I think the hardest honestly the hardest part of overcoming burnout is untraining ourselves and retraining our brains to think in this new way because I think for so many of us we're we're hardwired to think that in the beginning of like oh you know, this is the time, but this is just for now, right? Like I, I won't build my business like this in the future, but this is how it needs to be now. But it's like, no, it actually doesn't.
0: <laughs> like it doesn't. And um, also for now can last like six years.
1: Exactly. Before you know it, you're like <laughs> you're you are always still building it that way because what is the cutoff time for that? When when right. are you ever going to feel like, oh nope, I'm good. Like I don't need to build it anymore. You're always going to be in build mode and growth mode. So. so funny.
0: I was at dinner with my friend Catherine who's not in our industry at all. She's a she's a dance instructor and works has a corporate job as well. and she looked across the table at me and this is how you know like best friends always have your number like always she looked at me and she said don't you ever just think like I'm successful enough and I immediately Krista went no what why would I ever think that no and she's like and she just shook her head at me like what is what is happening in your head but that is like because she knows me well well enough to know what the answer was going to be but like that is also a telling moment for me where it's like Mm -hmm. you know it's so easy to get burnt out when nothing is ever enough right yeah.
1: And a, and a lot of the times, we're, I know for me, I'm a multi passionate entrepreneur. I will mm-hmm. just create so many Same. random things for myself to do. And I love it, but also it's like recognizing, you know, okay. There are times where I, I fall down the rabbit hole and I and I burn myself out a little bit and then I pick myself back up and I'm like, oh, huh, okay, interesting. That was too much. Like, you know, I think we're <laughs> right. we're always kind of learning. Like, I don't think we'll ever get to a point where it's like, oh, I know proactively exactly how much I need to put out to be able to like not be burned out. Like, no, you will have seasons where you're just so excited about so many things and it mm-hmm. happens and then you pick yourself back up and you learn and you're like, okay, this and this and this, this is probably why
0: it felt too much. I'm going to dial it back a little bit. But yeah, I think you're always self-regulating and that's 100% true. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we set the goals. How do we know that they're realistic? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, I think that- <laughs> I'm think not the right person to ask about this, so I'm asking No, you. <laughs> I know. I
1: mean, I think that I also, to be honest, I sometimes struggle with this too. I think the thing that I have been challenging myself to come back to when I ask myself this question of like, does this feel doable? Does this feel realistic? I ask myself, who do I need to be in order to accomplish this goal? And then when I ask myself that question, I feel like I'm asking myself the right question because now it's like, okay, I have this goal that I want to launch X, Y, Z or like do X, Y, Z thing. And then I literally have to stop and, like, visualize, okay, how do I need to show up every day? Like, what do I need to be doing? And I let myself just sit and think about, like, who that person needs to be and how she shows up. And then I can ask myself, like, that feels good, actually. Like, I think I would really enjoy that. That feels, you know. And then you can kind of, like, pull from there on if something feels – because if you ask yourself who does she need to be and your answer is, well, she – you know, if she's going to meet this deadline, she's going to be – Waking up early, like working all day, you immediately kind of start to get that flag of like, uh, maybe that's like too much. Right,
0: because my best self does not wake up at 5 a.m. to write a book. It's just never yeah. gonna happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I know that, and
0: it's okay. I don't feel like that. I used to really have a lot of entrepreneurial guilt about that and be like, I'm so fucking lazy. But the thing is, like, I like to sleep. Oh, me too. <laughs> I like to sleep, and I'm not too. a good human if I'm not if I'm not getting enough sleep. So, yeah, I'll write the book yeah. eventually. It's right. I'm writing the book. I've talked about this book. For like the past year it's gonna it's almost it's getting there
1: Don't, oh it'll definitely happen the fact that you've already spoken it into existence in that form of like oh it's not gonna happen it's probably gonna happen then
0: well <laughs> like, you, you know like, it, here's the thing it is happening do I know what the book is about yet still no I've been ta- I've been saying for six months so I'm writing a book I was like what's it about I'm like mm, TBD <laughs> well yeah but that's step one theme will you know? emerge anyway this oh, is absolutely. not about the book I can talk about the book <laughs> but no um how do you track your goals how do you Krista track your goals
1: yeah, so I I'm a very I'm a very visual person. I used to be, um, you know, I tried to make it as creative and cute and fun as possible, and I realized that actually doesn't work for me because now I'm putting all this pressure on myself, and I haven't even done anything yet. So, uh, so honestly, the way that I do it, I have a big. What you would put on like whiteboards to like write with markers? It's like a pretty big size piece of paper, and I have some fun like Crayola colored uh, markers that I bought, and I will write down okay, like over the next like you know three months, six months, and I write down the different aspects of my business. So for me, for example, I have photography, I have the podcast, and I have coaching, and so I'll kind of lay them all out, and then I write down like what feels important for me to work on in these next six months when it comes to each of these parts of my business, and I try not to get too nitty gritty into like oh I want to have grow a thousand Instagram followers because I know that that doesn't actually mean
0: anything well you can't control that I mean exactly you, know I mean? you can do your best but you can't unless you're buying them which don't do that everybody right but, um you can't control that because you can only control what you put out
1: exactly and and I tried I used to do this thing where I was like oh I'm gonna ev- you know one hour every day I'm going to do this. And like, I mean, life, right? Like that, that also realized that that didn't work for me. So, um, so I try not to get too nitty gritty into like, Oh, here's exactly how I'm going to do it. But I do try and have like, okay, here's some goals, right? Like I want to put out 50 podcast episodes. Okay. Well that's doable. Right. Or like, Oh, I want to proactively be a month ahead for the podcast. So that way I have everything done. Like, but I, I, start to just brainstorm and think about things that I want to do. And I try, I try
0: to keep it to like five things. Like I don't I don't want to get like too crazy. Five things is great. No, that's very yeah. manageable. I like the idea of putting it on whiteboards. I'm actually now thinking I want to put whiteboards up on the walls of this office now. Um yeah. because I do like a whiteboard. And I used to what I used to do is um I used to break one whiteboard into quarters and actually have like everything like all the weddings, all the speaking engagements, all the course stuff mm-hmm. so I could see what was coming up in each quarter and a I would also calendar. actually put like yeah, yeah, like not even a calendar but just like a big overview just like four corners of the of the whiteboard. And then I would also put like, you know, our, uh, what we took in in each quarter. Cause I was, I used mm-hmm. to be, and I this year I wasn't so um, sort of obsessed with this like quarterly number that I was trying to meet. So, but I like the five. I also love um, that you said to get it like to get ahead on social media, to get ahead on the podcast. I'm also a fan of batching. Sometimes it's small batches. Yeah. Like sometimes on Sundays, I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit down and, and schedule out social media for the week with the podcast. I used to be really, really good at, at getting like, Six months recorded in like a month, but oh, yeah. But this year has been a little bit different from for many reasons that I won't get into now. But I do yeah. love a good batching session, especially like when we talked about reels earlier. I'm on the road so often to speak that a lot of times when I'm at these like very fancy hotels, I will do reels then because like a what else am I doing? And B, it's like a nice different location, and it kind of feels like like a fun project to do while I'm away. So and I'm already dressed for the event that I'm yeah. speaking at, so it it all kind of works out. Like I'm not, I don't want to make extra work for myself.
1: Yeah. And one quick note on batching, because I think that batching can be a topic that people, I I resisted it for so long because I was that type of person where like, if I'm going to do it, I want to know that I'm doing it quote unquote like right. And I think the podcast is a great example of, you know, you might set a goal, you might try to batch things and try it out, see if it works. And if it doesn't work, great. You learn something from that and do something
0: different and like try it yeah. again. There are definite um, pros and cons to batching. Um, I used to have the the idea that it wasn't creative if I batched because like, well, what if I want to be creative in the moment? And it's like, I will sacrifice that momentary spark of creativity for the consistency that yes. I think a lot of creatives suffer, like not suffer from, but like I, I have, a I still in year, whatever I'm in 12, think I have a problem with consistency because in my head, it's not my natural default. Mm-hmm. I really do want to have that inspiration and, oh, let's do this now. And, and like, oh, shiny object. And like, yeah. Batching keeps me consistent, and that means more to me for longevity than anything else.
1: And it's actually a great way to avoid burnout because not only – you're giving yourself that option value of, you know what, I'm going to create a month's worth of reels or podcast episodes, but let's say one week you're like, you know what, actually, I feel really inspired and I want to do this. Amazing. Do that. But then also know that if you have a week where you're like, I don't feel like doing anything, you've already set yourself up to be able to still show up and not feel
0: overwhelmed. 100%. Okay, so – If someone's burnt out right now and listening what do you think they should do first thing
1: yeah so first things first is i is really truly honestly accept it like get get really comfortable being like Mm -hmm. you know what i'm burnt out like and this is where i'm at like because a lot of the time i think what happens we just try and like oh i feel i I might be burnt out but i'm just gonna keep working hard No like accept yeah. it give yourself space like you know if you have deliverables that you have to deliver to clients like maybe be a little proactive in communication let them know if there's any delays but like anything else that's on your plate that doesn't need to be on your plate like take it off and give yourself that space and like accept it because honestly that's I think step number one is like accepting that I love it. it no that's and so that it's true okay. <laughs>
0: it's so true so yeah. if someone listening is not currently burnt out but they're like oh maybe it's coming what do you what do you think they should do?
1: Yeah, I think that the first things first, think about your priorities. Like if you feel like you might be, oh, I feel like maybe it's coming, like first things first, think about your priorities, think about your values, think about your boundaries and, you know, ask yourself, like, am I honoring these things right now? Or is there anything that I feel like is slipping? Because like you said, it could even just be like workouts or, Mm -hmm. you know, like, oh, I haven't really had a date night with my partner. Like any of those little things that you find, it might be one or two things, but like they add up over time.
0: Right. And I also think like in either case, name it like tell the people closest to you, like, I think I'm yes. burnt out or I feel like it's coming, like name it so that they're not just like, oh, what's, what's up with her now? It's like, just mm-hmm. put a name to it. It's okay. It's not, doesn't mean you're going to be this way forever. But I think the first thing is, like you said, acknowledge it, name it and, and make, take an action to alleviate some, something somewhere for yourself. Yes, absolutely. Agreed. Krista, where can people find you on the internet?
1: Yes. So you can actually find me. So I do also have a podcast. So Ooh, tell us uh, about it. <laughs> yeah. So it's called She Calls Her Shots. And i love to have you listen in every week. We're talking about business building topics. We talk a lot about burnout and like the other kind of behind the scenes of business too. So I'd love to have you join me there. Um, I am on Instagram at krista.marie.photography. And of course, I have my website, kristamarielynch.com. Uh, so yeah, I'd love to, if, if you're hearing any of this, if it resonates, if you're like, oh, I have a question about this, like always feel free to connect with me. I love getting to know, like I will be in the DMs
0: chatting with you (laughs) about anything and everything. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Krista, for being here. This conversation was amazing. And I really thank you for your time. Yes. Thank you, Renee. This is such a joy. Yay. Thank you. And listeners, you know what I'm going to say because I say it every week. Thank you for spending your time with us because I know the time is the one thing you cannot make any more of. And we never take it for granted that you spend it with us. We will see you next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now, friends. Thanks for listening to Talk with Renee Dallow. Dive into the show notes at reneedallow.com forward slash podcast and connect with Renee at Talk with Renee Dallow on Instagram.